Yo, what's going on, guys? My name is Dustin. I'm the host of the Detail Spot podcast. And normally we have a, a guest on to share their journey. Normally it's a, either a detailer or a leader within this industry. Um, but in this episode, I'm actually going to be talking, it's going to be all about my top three areas of focus that I think every business at no matter what stage you're at um, should be utilizing within their business. Um, So there's going to be my top three areas to focus on to get you the most momentum the fastest. So to get you leads coming in um, the fastest and they're actually all three organic strategies meaning they're going to cost you little to no money at all. So this isn't paid advertisement which you know paid advertisement does work but as soon as you stop paying you stop getting clients. So organic is a great way for anybody just starting or if you're, you know, been in business for years and maybe you're not putting enough focus in these areas, maybe it's time to start implementing something um, within these three areas. So these are my top three areas of focus that I think every business should focus on. And if you enjoy this episode, make sure to share it with a friend on Instagram or Facebook so that they can get something from it as well. Because our goal here is to make sure that every detailer succeeds um, and to make sure that every detailer levels up their business. We want everybody to succeed and get, you know, the enjoyment of uh, being a business owner and being um, and have those benefits of being your own boss. So make sure to share this episode if you get something from it or you enjoyed this episode. Make sure to share it with a friend on Instagram or Facebook. And if you are enjoying the channel altogether, if you can leave us a review on either Spotify or Apple Podcasts. It's going to greatly help the channel grow so we can reach other detailers. Um, And so yeah, let's go ahead and dive into my top three areas that I think every detailing business should be focusing on and that I think will get you the most traction within your business. And before we get into it, if you are a detailer, no matter what stage you're at and you're looking to learn how to price your detailing packages so that you know how to profit, maybe you're trying to figure out you know, what packages and what price you need to be at for your packages because in the beginning or you know, even in the year one through three sometimes, pricing can be kind of a struggle because you don't know how much to charge, uh, what are the factors that go into that pricing e- equation. Um, but if you're looking to learn how to price your detailing services, make sure to check out the free workshop. It's 100% free. Um, it's gonna teach you a super simple equation that's gonna give you your price within your business. Um, and it's gonna be- show you the factors that I put into that equation. Um, you know, I'm not a person that's like super good at math. It actually kind of racks my brain a little bit sometimes. And I definitely have to use a calculator for even the most common, you know, uh, even the most common math. Uh, but this equation is super simple. Even I can use it. I know you can as well. Um, and it's 100% free. The link will be in the show notes. Um, or the description if you're watching on YouTube. So make sure to check that out. Um, It's going to show you exactly how to price your detailing packages and price your detailing services. Um, So go ahead and check that out um, and let's go ahead and dive in. So if you've been listening to the podcast, you know 
in the early stages of my business personally, I struggled. Like I literally did not know how to get clients. I sat on the couch and kind of just like, I had all my equipment, all my supplies that I'm invested in up front, and I was not making ends meet. I actually uh, quit to go work for or, or get just a normal nine to five job there for a few months because I did not know how to get leads. I was I was at ends, like my, my bills just were not being able to be paid. So I had to go back to work. I had to go get a job and become an employee for somebody. And then a few months after taking that job, I soon, you know, realized that like if it felt wrong to quit, you know, something that I truly knew would take off in, in just a matter of time. So, um, you know, so I, I went back to detailing. I, the difference was, was that year one of my business when I, um, was not getting leads and I wasn't, was not having success in this, I wasn't doing everything. I wasn't, um, listening to advice. I wasn't trying new things. I was just sitting there waiting for clients. I thought that like I would, you know, maybe I would work like an hour of, um, trying some things online and trying some marketing, but then I would just sit there and watch TV and just really be depressed in a way, honestly, because I wanted this to succeed so bad, um, but it just wasn't. But honestly, it was because of me personally, I was not putting in the work. So I told my wife, I'm like, I'm going to have to go back. I'm going to have to get a job and I'll have to go back to work. Um, so I took a job at what's called Fastenal. It's like a, it's like a tool. Um, it's like a tool sales type place and like hardware store. And so I worked there for a few months. And I, and I hated even more there because like I knew in the back of my mind that like my business was what I wanted to do full time. I, I wanted that to be my career. So a few months in, I quit that job and went back to detailing full time. And the difference was my mindset was, was totally, had totally changed. I now was like, I'm going to put in this time into learning. I'm going to put in this time into making my brand right and making my, my business, um, making my business work for me. So like I, at first I didn't put in the work. I didn't put in the time. So now I was like, I'm going to put in over effort. I'm going to work. If I don't have clients, um, to detail, I'm going to put that in. I'm gonna put eight hours in on, you know, uh, marketing and branding and, and just tweaking my business to make it look better than, um, the average in my area. So I put a lot of time into, um, you know, my website, my Google listing, my social media, my brand all together. I started dialing in my processes, my systems. And, um, and then before you know it, I start gaining traction. So my, this, this episode is all about my top three out of, you know, because fast forward, I now had, um, we, we then moved into like a year three, we moved into a small shop and we had mobile unit, uh, mobile units going at the same time. And then we went to a bigger shop. We moved into about a 3000 square foot shop. I think, um, we could fix about fit about six to seven vehicles, had a lobby area, um, and had mobile units going at the same time. So I want to show you the three things that I did from having no clients whatsoever um, to then moving into a bigger facility, having an actual successful detailing business with employees. Um, you know, so how did I get my business? What top, top three things did I focus on to get my business from you know zero to what we are today? Um, and so number one is going to be Google 100%. You ask any detailing business that has success or any detailing business that, 
um, gets leads consistently and passively, it's going to be from Google. The hardest part about Google, though, is it is competitive. Everybody can be on there and everybody will be on there because that's the number one place that clients are going to go to to search for something that they do not know of. So meaning when a client is searching, like when you need a haircut, you generally go to Google and you search barbers near me or barbers Tampa, Florida or barbers, whatever city you're located in. And it's going to pop up, you know, at the top of that, that uh, on, on top, the top of Google, it's going to show you ads Google Maps, and then websites. That Google Maps is the most important. Most people are going to scroll past those ads, not to say that they don't work. Uh, That's just a different topic. But most people are going to that Google Maps because it shows them where that business is at in in, um, compared to where they're at. It's going to show them the phone number, your hours of operation. It's just so convenient for the client or for the potential client that that is where they're going to click. That's where they're going to go to, to find the business. They're going to click on it, see if they vibe with your brand. They're going to click on your website, see if your website is easy to navigate. Can they easily find where your prices are? And then can they see if they can afford your prices or not? Um, So Google is number one. Google is going to be king on getting leads passively. And I'm going to quickly give you um, the thing, the key components that you need to be focusing on within Google. Number one is keywords. They're going to give you a description box um, in your Google listing. So on your Google My Business and Google Maps, it's going to give you a description. They give you, I think, 750 uh, uh, characters to use within um 750 characters you use within your description. And within that, just explain what your business is, what your business does, uh, some services that your business offers. And then while doing so, so, while describing your business, sneak in some keywords. So keywords would mean ceramic coating, Tampa, Florida, or whatever your city is, or car, car detailing, Tampa, Florida, you know, I'm using Tampa, Florida as an example, but use your city, Um, but sneak in throughout that whole 750 character description, sneak in those keywords that you're really trying to rank for or, or really think that a customer would search. So what words would, do you think that customers are really going to search? Generally, it's going to be car detailing, auto detailing, ceramic coating, um, and then the city after that. So use those key phrases within that description. Number two is going to be the keywords within your title. This is something that Google has said that they're going to negatively um, affect listings with, but they haven't yet. So meaning if you look at like a top, a lot of top ranking businesses, they use the keyword in their title. So you could say, uh, say your business is premier detailing. In my description, I would use Premier Auto Detailing and then your city name. Um, and, th- and that is going to help you rank, honestly. Like it's something they say is going to hurt you by keyword stuffing that title, but they still, it's still one of the major ranking factors within their, um, within their algorithm. So, Definitely use keywords within that that title. Now, always stay up to date on Google Changes, and if they do start to um, start to um, use that against you, so if they start to push your rank down, or if they come out with something that says they're going to push your rank down for keyword stuffing a title, change it back to your business name, so Premier Detailing. Um, but as of right now, that title is a keyword. That those keywords within that title 
is something to do. Um, next would be getting reviews. Ask for reviews on a regular basis um, because not only are potential clients going to look at that and judge you based on those reviews or see how other clients think of you, um, but it's also a huge part of Google's ranking. So you need reviews on a regular basis. So always ask clients for reviews. Uh, and the way to do this would be just maybe a text after every client that you provided a service for, see how they were satisfied and if they give you a phenomenal response back, then ask them for the review, maybe sending them the link to your review on Google. Um, and if they were not satisfied, this gives you the opportunity to salvage that relationship with that client before they just instantly jump on Google and um, give you a bad review. So it's a win-win always asking if the client is satisfied because more than likely, they'll they'll say that they are satisfied if you provide good work. Um, and then now it gives you the ability to get a good review. So reviews is a, is a huge one. And then photos. So uploading pictures to Google um, is a big one because it shows Google that you're consistently busy and you're consistently adding um, you know pictures to their platform, uh, which, which is what they want. But before uplo uploading that picture, change the file name to the key phrase that you're trying to rank for and then drop it into Google. So before change or before uploading it, change that file name if you're on a desktop um, to let's say auto detailing your city or auto detailing Tampa or whatever city you're in um, and then drop it into Google um, or your Google My Business. That's gonna help that, that your clients won't see that uh, generally they won't see that word auto detailing, um, your city, but Google sees it. And it's something that you want to do just to stay on top of things, to really pack a punch within your Google, my business. So Google overall is going to be that one thing that gets you a ton of leads coming in passively. Once you get that top ranking, um, spot or one of those top three on Google maps, um, you're just going to have leads always searching on Google and you're going to have leads coming in regularly. So the only downfall though, is that Google takes a few months and it takes a little bit to see the changes. So you need to constantly be checking and constantly be changing things and tweaking things. You know, let's say change something, change some of your description, your title, um, change it, give it four or five months and then tweak some things seeing compared to where you rank. So if you're consistently getting reviews and your keywords are on point, you're going to rank. Um, it's not that hard to rank on Google, Ma Google Maps. Um, depending on how competitive your area is, uh, but it's not that hard to rank and a, not a lot of detailers are actually using these, those few little strategies that it takes to push their Google forward. So Google is number one in my book, um, the best way to get leads coming in. And once you do have leads coming in, you're going to grow quick. You're going to have money coming in, which is fuel for your business. So you're going to then need employees and your business just is going to keep growing and growing and growing. So Google, number one way to get leads, in my opinion. And the coolest part is, is once it's set up, once you have your ranking going, um, you are then, you don't really have to do much with it. You know, other than getting reviews and uploading photos, it doesn't take a lot of work. So Google, number one, in my opinion, number two way or number two Area to, area to focus in would be Instagram. Instagram is better than Facebook, in my opinion, for getting leads for a service-based type of business because of this. Service-based type of businesses are, are 
in a way very hard to advertise because you are selling something the the content that you post is generally not going to be the most engaging type of content and engaging content is actually how you get um your content shown to more people on social media. So Facebook and Instagram both work that same way to where the more people who engage with you, the more they're going to see your content. So, um, so the, if you are on Facebook, you don't have a manual type approach though, to getting, you know, to engaging with people. Whereas Instagram, you have more of a manual type approach, you know, Facebook, you generally just post, you can share it to some groups, but those groups don't even, even get a lot of engagement. Whereas Instagram, you, you create a post, but you can now manually go engage with people. You can follow people who you know are within your area because you can use the search feature. You can put search or go to search hashtag, cars and coffee and then your city or any type of car event that you have that goes on within your city and search that and now you can find all kinds of accounts that those people have cars they live in your area and now you can follow them engage with them on a regular basis and then when they need your service if you're engaging with them regularly and you're focusing on actually um trying to to build a conversation with them when they need your service, they're going to remember you and they're going to use you for detailing, codings, whatever you offer. Um, so Instagram, I love for that, those type of features, because even though they still want you to pay for ads for an increased, um, increased reach, you don't have to, you can, you can actually put in some sweat equity and get clients to see your stuff that way. So Instagram, I love for that. And once you find accounts, like once you search, cars and coffee or whatever car event that's within your area, find accounts through that hashtag, then you can go to their followers if their if their um, account is public. So then you can go to their followers and see what if their followers are local as well, do they have the same interest, which is cars generally. And if they do, that's a perfect account to follow. But Instagram is great for being able to build a, an audience and build a fan base or a following um, of people that are ideal um, because you know let's say you're in a room and you have 500 people who follow you but only three or four of them live within your area and are interested within cars that's not a great uh, you know actual ideal client to following ratio but if you're actually diving into and following and engaging with actual potential clients or actual people who are interested in cars and people who are within your city, man, that's a lot of people in a room that you can speak to with your content and with your, um, with your advertisement posts. So Instagram is my number two area of focus that I think you can get leads faster. Um, Google is number one, 100%, just because most people who are on Google are already doing that work and searching for something that they really need right now. Instagram is a great way to kind of jab at them. And then when they do need it, they'll see your content and say, oh man, man, I need, I was just thinking about this. I need to call him and get my um, card detailed. I've been meaning to whenever I needed it. Um, so those are kind of how they're different as well. One is one one client is ready with Google. They're already searching. Number two, Instagram is kind of keeping your jabbing at them until they do need it uh, type of way. And number three, it's a very broad one, um, but it is 100% necessary within every business to succeed long term 
and it's an, an overall experience, a dialed in, unique, authentic experience, something that really cr- separates your business from somebody else. This was the one thing. Remember, I was talking about how I did quit my business, didn't make shit in money. Like I was, I did not know what to do. I didn't make money. My business was literally a failure for the first year until I started focusing on this right here. I focused on the overall experience. I created a unique experience. I communicated with the client throughout the entire process. So I made my business so professional looking and so, um, something that probably 95% of the other detailers within my area were not doing. I made that client feel like when they chose me or my business, that that was the right decision. So overall experience, 100%, the thing that is going to, and and you're thinking probably, how is this going to generate leads? And, and you know, how is it going to get me clients? It's word of mouth. Word of mouth is the best organic way to get clients in because when you're, uh, when your clients are telling people, you never know who they know or who they're going to tell. So like, that's the one thing that like you could, you could encounter the right client that sees that experience that you provide for them and just loved it so much. They may have a friend that knows so many people and that is willing to tell the, you know, just tell everybody within the city. So, um, always provide a a crazy, exceptional, unique experience within your process. And that's probably where that experience is going to come in is your process. Everything from the, the time they inquire till the time that they pick up that vehicle needs to be so professional and unique, um, that, that, you know, like, so say, say they, they inquire your professional, your customer service is on point, but then they drop off the vehicle. So now they drop off the vehicle and your communication is so on point and you, and you say, Hey, we're going to go through this process. Once I'm done with this process, it's going to, your car is going to be at this point. And then let's say midway through the, 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 the detail, you, you follow up with them and you say, Hey, everything's coming out great. Uh, I did know that notice this on the vehicle. Would you like to add this? You know, and you think like, man, oh, I don't like upselling, but your client, it's not upselling. You are upselling, but you're, you're keeping tabs and you're, and you're, communicating with the client that they want that low key. Like they, you think that like it's selling, but realistically the client wants to stay up to date on their vehicle. They're paying a lot of money for the service and their vehicle is generally a prized possession to them. They want to stay up to date. They want those things. If you notice something, bring it up to them. And if, and if it's something that you can fix or something that you can, uh, resolve their problem with, they may add it. And then you also make more money from it. Um, so that should be a part of your, your overall process and your overall experience. Um, and then maybe when they pick up, you have a process for that as well. And you say, Hey, your communication is like, Hey, this is how you maintain the vehicle after the coding, or, you know, I, we should see you on this day, um, on this month next, um, those things not only keep you busier as a business, but that client loves that professionalism. They want to, they want to be with a business and support a business that is professional, something that they see long-term. And when you have systems and, um, an experience like that for that client, they are, um, they are, they want to use you when you have those things, you know? So, um, overall experience, is going to be the best long-term in my opinion, like Google and that customer experience, 
Google's going to get them in initially. And then once that client sees that experience, they're going to now tell their friends. And then that's how businesses uh, get success. And that's how I personally had quick success because year one, we, we were super slow, but year two, I started really diving into things like this. And then year two to year three, it was like a exponential growth because I focused on getting them in with Google and Instagram. And then, you know, so they could see what, you know, systems and what, um, my experience I provide is now they go and tell their friends and it just spreads. It's like a spider web that just leads to another client and leads to another. The more people that know about you now, the more that are going to start talking about you in a positive way, because I assume your results are good. You're a good detailer. Um, now add that with a good experience and add that with these ways of getting clients in, you're just going to grow and grow and grow and grow. So Number one, Google, make sure to, you know, put the time into your keywords on there, your description, use all 750 characters that they allow you to use. Um, getting reviews regularly, that is a huge way. Google wants to see that you are an active company and upload pictures regularly. Change that that file name to that keyword before uploading. Um, number two was Instagram. Instagram has that manual approach to it to where you can manually find the ideal client that you want your business to grow on. So you can literally find your ideal clients using the features that Instagram has and then just build conversations with your those people that are ideal clients and eventually they'll see who you'll they'll see your consistency and how persistent you are and when they do need a service they're going to call you because you were persistent you 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 didn't stop you built conversations now maybe you know that customer through social media or through Instagram and now once they know you of course they're going to use you so Instagram number 2 um and not to say if you're using Facebook um, and you're having major success from it, use it. You know, I'm just, you only have so many, t- so much time in a day to put, um, to put your focus in on certain things. So I try to prioritize what's worked for me and I spend a per- more, a larger percentage of time on Google and Instagram for my personal business. Um, but if you are established on Facebook and you're really getting traction from that, use that, um, you know, this is just my experience. I just think with Facebook, a lot of times it's to get reach. They're pushing a lot more of paid advertisement. And, um, for an organic approach, I like Instagram better. So Instagram, Google, number three, that overall experience. I know that's a really broad thing to say, um, just because I can't tell you what experience you should be providing because that experience is going to be based on your brand, what you want from your business, your personal goals, your business goals. You know, all of those things combined will create what type of experience you want to provide. Your brand, your experience is a part of your brand and your brand is a part of your experience. So with the things that one person does within their business may be something different or a different approach than what you want to offer within that experience for your business. So but it, you need to have some type of unique experience and some type of um, really professional experience that you provide for your client because 
the result of detailing is super easy to do. Like this, this service is a business with training wheels. The detailing industry is so easy to get into. It's so easy to start. So how are you going to separate yourself from the other 98% of the average detailers? Because that's the difference is this industry is really saturated. It really is, but it's so easy to separate yourself because 98% of detailers are staying within the average. They're doing they're doing things that every other detailer are doing, which is just detailing really. And that detailing alone just doesn't it doesn't get success. It doesn't give you success. It's not. It doesn't get leads coming in. It doesn't give you growth. Um, you may be the best detailer ever, but if no one knows about you, you're not going to be busy. You know, and without being busy, you're not going to have money. And without money, you don't have fuel to um, grow your business. So. These are some areas that I would focus on personally. These are the things that took it to where I literally had no no money coming in. I was not able to pay my bills. My my bank account hit negative. You know, I I was super stressed. I was depressed. I quit even, which I don't recommend to anyone. I do not recommend quitting. I say struggle through it. You know, there is a point that maybe um you know, maybe work part-time and then part-time on your business until you utilize these things and then you see success from it and then maybe quit your job. So do it as a side hustle even, but I definitely do not recommend quitting um, because you're literally a couple clients away that know just so many people that could, you know, be the spark of your, the, your business's success. So do not quit. Like I did. It's a terrible feeling. It's the reason I, I came back to my business and the reason that I wanted to continue to grow it because it gave me such a, a sick feeling to my stomach to quit something that I had had so much optimism for and, and that I dreamed so much about. I literally every night I would go to bed, I'd be thinking of ideas and thinking of, man, where, you know, manifesting things that my business I thought was going to produce for me. Um, and for me to quit all of that, it felt sick. It felt terrible. So I don't definitely don't quit. Um, but use these things because these were the things that when I came back to my business, the, these three areas of focus, um, were the three things that really pushed me to where my business eventually did and does create what I want. And those goals that three or four years ago, I didn't, you know, I didn't even think were achievable. I've, I've, I, your detailing business can literally make you whatever you want. This industry is endless. It's you can you can make sky's the limit in this industry. You just have to have leads coming in and you have to have um, growth. And these three areas were the things that gave me growth and the three areas that pushed me forward to where I'm so glad that I stayed with it. And I'm so glad um you know, to be in this space and to be in this industry. So utilize these three, these three things, put some areas and or put some focus on these three areas. And I know that your business will shoot forward from them. Um, and if you ever have questions about these, or if you ever have, um, an idea you want to run by me, always feel free to shoot me a message on social media. I will reply. I will brainstorm things with you. And uh, if you have a topic that you would like discussed further in depth, I will make sure it gets discussed further. So follow me on social media, The Detail Spot, um, and check us out on there. And shoot me a message anytime. And if you are enjoying the podcast episodes, like I said, uh, make sure to leave us a review on whatever platform you're listening to us on. It's going to greatly help us grow so that we can reach other detailers. And if you enjoyed this episode, 
like we were just talking about with Instagram's algorithm, share it on social media so that uh, we can reach other detailers because we want everybody to level up. I want everybody to succeed in this space and have, um, you know, such a cool space and to be your own boss is super cool. And I want to help as many detailers as I possibly can. And by you sharing this episode, it could help us reach other detailers. So share it with a friend. Um, It's greatly appreciated. And I appreciate all of you. As always, I hope you guys have a killer week. I hope you guys are crushing it and keep crushing your goals. And I'll catch you on next week's episode of the Detail Spot Podcast.